Today's episode is brought to you by Wild, natural deodorant, body wash and shampoo bars. Wild uses clean and natural ingredients in all of their beautiful products, meaning they're good for your body and the planet. We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gyramangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nation elders, past, present and emerging. Hey, Bestie. Hey, Bestie. You know what? I don't have time for. Oh, my God. I love this podcast so much, you guys. Hey, Bestie. Hi, Gemma. Hey, Bestie. 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 Hey, Bestie
So I'm just really could, could be anything. In- Let's say she's between f- three and six. Okay. The reason why I ask is because I think there's a difference between enrolling your kid into a daycare mm. that you can then, I think, and from my perspective, my kids in the short four years that they've been in any care, I've moved around a few times yeah. to find the right recipe for them. Yeah. And Iggy and Rafa have different needs. And there was like a daycare that Iggy gelled in and that Rafa didn't and blah, blah, blah. And then I've moved them around a bit. It's not the end of the world. It's massively inconvenient. Yeah. And then sure, a lot of the mental load of enrollment forms often falls on women and that sucks. But if it's school, I think that's very different. Yeah. Because you might have low options depending on the catchment you're in. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. that's hard to escape. So I really feel for her. It feels the way she's talking like it's that's it's she's trapped here and this is the scenario she's found herself in. Let's let's go with that. That like she can't move. Fuck. <laughs> that's a tough one. I feel like what can we control? <laughs> you know? Like this is what I think with bullying stuff or school stuff, like things like disappointments or mean kids or all these things that are going to happen to our kids that are inevitable, that build resilience, that are just part of life that we have to kind of taken our stride we can't protect them forever and I think when you start school or you start a preschool or whatever like the, those, that first venture out into the world is very tricky for the parents and for the kid um I think it's just how they talk to their kid about this bully because that's the opinion that's going to matter the most to the kid and that the kid is going to internalize and remember like if the kid is being told oh he's doing that because he likes you dangerous right? Sets her up for a weird relationship with men and affection and attention. But if, you know, you're saying to your daughter, this behavior is not okay. We don't like it. We're going to talk to the teachers about it. What, and like arm her with tools <laughs> to deal with a bully. I guess that's really all you can do. Kids that young though, having to yeah. deal with a bully. I feel like that's a really tough call for me. I would be coming down hard on the school or daycare that they have to deal with this. Yeah. That hopefully, however long a daycare and an institution has been open, that they have seen many iterations of this in different year groups. You know what I mean? That they have the experience. And most schools have a zero tolerance for bullying these days. Yeah, but I would just, in that scenario, be the squeaky wheel about it. And the thing is, is if it's, as she said, a thing... Yeah. It sounds like other families have also experienced this. I don't know. I think this is a scenario where you just have to come together and make it crystal clear that there's a challenging child in the group that needs to be dealt with and not the other way around where kids are being taught to manage that one tricky situation mm. because you can't escape that. And that, no. like the fact that she's three weeks in and doesn't want to go, like what are the repercussions of that for this family? Mm. All because of one challenging kid. But there are going to be, like, let's play this out, zoom out. In your life, there's going to be challenging people. Challenging people is the human condition. You know, it's our the whole experience of being alive is like every stage of going out into the world. As you get older, you're going to meet challenging people. Okay, well, maybe the word challenging is too soft. And I need to go back to the word bully. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think there's a significant difference between fronting up to a bully Mm. whose behavior is clearly repeat from what we're learning. And not only that widespread Mm. and a challenging kid. I don't know. Like, I feel like at that young age, especially shit can imprint on you in the long term and it can erode at your confidence and your experience of a school environment. And yes, I 100% agree. We can't protect our kids 
from these characters in nature, unfortunately. But at that young age, I don't know if they have the language or understanding around that. Hmm. Well, I mean, she's obviously got the understanding to communicate that she's being bullied. Well, this is what I wonder. What has she said? Has it been witnessed? There's a knowingness about it amongst the school, which really bothers me. So, okay, let's flip it here. If it was Rafa, what if someone had come to school and said, Rafa's bullying my child, she's a problem, it's not okay, we want Rafa taken out of this school, or we don't want our kid in Rafa's class, like how would you, what would you do? Well, I'd feel a lot of emotions, but one of the things that would come to the forefront is this is my responsibility to handle at home, you know, and hopefully work with the school to get that continuity and that this is the kind of behaviour that just needs to be stamped out. And what about talking to the parents? Would you, if it was, okay, let's flip it again. If it was Rafa who was being bullied, would you talk to the parents of the boy no. who was bullying her? no. No. I just wouldn't because yeah. emotions are charged on both sides and everyone's yeah. advocating for their own kid. I just don't think yeah. it would be productive. I think yeah. it would be inflammatory. They would get very defensive. What are you accusing? What you don't know? You know, it's too much. You need that neutral party, which is the school mm. who has all mm. the experience and has seen every version of this and has had to handle it. But if the school wasn't doing enough, I would put pressure on them to see change. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Would you talk to the parents? Look, so my kids go to public school. They go to a great public school, but public schools (laughs) are stretched, you know, if it's school. I don't know if it's school. I feel like if they started three weeks ago, it's probably community kindy or daycare because school started nine weeks ago. Um, But who knows? Public schools and community kindies, which are government-funded, under-resourced, run by teachers who are, we need them, thank God we have them, but, you know, they're not paid enough, they're, they've got a million things on their plate. And it's been my experience that, yeah, you have to sort of handle things yourself in a lot of ways because they just don't have the resources that, say, a private daycare or a private school would have Whereas they don't like they don't have a dedicated counselor or a dedicated pastoral care or whatever. They don't have all those things a lot of the time. And sometimes when you go to the teachers, they're like, yep, you can take that up with the principal or you can fill out this form or we need this. But we just don't have any infrastructure to deal with this stuff. Really? But they have a no yeah. bullying policy. So what have they got? Yeah, to they back have all those up? policies. Well, they have, but they, there's a public school. This is a public system. You know, there's like, there's a lot of policies that come from the state level, but when it comes to actually, it's a bit of a jungle, you know, that's why I think as much as you can arm your kid with language, opinion, a point of view on this stuff, which is like, you're being bullied. It's not okay. I don't condone it. I'm going to do everything I can. Just so they know, like my mom's advocating for me. She's going into bat for me. She says this isn't okay. And so then at least she knows even when she's being bullied in the playground, my mom does not think this is okay. I don't have to cop this, you know, Mm. like you're just buffering the system. There will be some schools that have these resources that are amazing about it, you know, but I it's been my experience that you can't always get, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm, I'm genuinely interested if we have any DLs who are teachers at public school because obviously, Revs, your experience is of one public school. Yeah. If yeah. they can slide in and share, well, we do have procedures in place or I don't know, just yeah. to comfort because I don't like that feeling of, oh, if my kid goes to public school and there's a bully in the midst, it's going to fall on deaf ears because there's no resources or procedures, whereas kids that go to private school have all these resources. I don't know. I haven't entered yeah. the schooling system, so I'm just interested to hear from DLs. 
Yeah. To get their perspective. Perhaps they've worked in multiple schools and they can attest to the fact, yeah, like some public schools do have a better structure and system in place than others. I don't know. I think it's like anything with public schools or public systems of any kind. It's like if you're in the hospital waiting room and it's just luck of the draw, which nurse you get. And some nurses, you know what they're like. They just dedicate everything to you while they're on their shift. And then there's a shift change and you're like, no, like that's been my experience of public schools. You'll have one teacher who is so dedicated in this area and really socially minded and just will not stand for bullying and is really aware of body image and all these things. And you're like, oh my God, you're amazing. And then you've got the next year comes along, different teacher, different set of priorities. They're really focused on sport or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I can liken this to an odd comparison, but like a Pilates studio can be great, (laughs) but everyone will have their favorite Pilates teacher. Or recently I went to a dentist that was highly recommended by a group of friends and I couldn't get the one specific dentist that they all raved about so I was like well that's okay and I went with another dentist and I didn't like my experience at all yeah but you're right you live or die by the that one person in charge the person in charge or that role model we all look back and remember that teacher that one Miss Honey from Matilda that we all had at some point in our schooling life yeah and you wonder why they can't all be like that, but they can't. You know? <laughs> they can't. And that's why I'm saying like, actually, you know, like you said, the bullies' parents need to do the work in their home. So do the victims or so do the regular people, you know? Yeah. And, and often people who are bullied go on to be bullies. So it's like, it's a learned behavior. I think the POV and the absolute denouncing of the behavior needs to happen at home is my two cents. Okay, so can I ask, so you tell your kid, it's not okay that you're bullied. Mummy's going to do everything in her power to fix mm-hmm. this, um, work with the school on this. Can we fast forward two months? What if there's no change? What then? Yeah. You know, your child's still coming home, anxious about this particular kid, doesn't want to go. And at this point, it's really disrupting your life. What do you do? I mean, if you can change daycare centers or kindies, great. But like that should be the last resort because you can't always tuck and roll out of situations that are difficult like that's the larger lesson right like when you go to work you're gonna have have to work with people that you don't completely see eye to eye with or you know when you're at university or when you're in a social situation or like there's just so many versions of this where you can't just like you know what so I'll just get out of here I'll just move I'll just go to another place like you're just gonna have to show up and deal with this stuff you can definitely tell I'm not a school mum yet (laughs) I know it's a resilience exercise for us too yeah like as just parents. as much as it is as parents yeah. you know how hard that very first daycare drop-off is that's fucking child's play when it comes to the school playground and all the things that go on at school it's not it's, I don't want to scare anyone it's it's okay like just like you're not given a three-year-old at birth you're given a newborn and you grow with them you do grow parenting wise into the stage of life that they're at I guess I feel personally invested in this particular journey because and I don't know if I shared this on the podcast or how in depth I went but Rafa was at a daycare where there was one particular girl who was bullying her ad break gotta keep the lights on DLs you're not gonna want to skip this one as we have one of the biggest discounts we have ever procured for you from this awesome brand I am extra excited about today's sponsor because DLs as you will know, this started out as my not spawn. And now it's spawn. How good. Okay, so on your reco, I've started using Wild Natural Deodorant and then Wild came to us and asked if we wanted to try the full range. So 
Obviously, we jumped on that. That's right, DLs. Consider us your natural body care crash test dummies. <laughs> so I've been using wild deodorant for nine months now and I love the change. My motivation for stopping using regular store-bought deodorant was the aluminium and parabens. Mm. I mean, we use deodorant every day, so mm. I want to try and avoid all the harsh chemicals as well. Wild's whole thing is that it's all clean and natural. Did your body adapt straight away? Did it take a minute? Okay, so you do need to give this a couple of weeks, okay? okay? There is an adjustment period like anything natural. So my recommendation to you, Revs, was Mm. definitely to give it a full fortnight and then decide how you like it. Okay. You did, but for me, it's been pretty seamless. I will say I'm not an overly sweaty girl, but I have always used strong deodorant and frankly, it's just time to get off the chemicals. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm loving the switch. I found it really easy and the dispenser is really gorgeous. The user experience, just great. Have you got a go-to scent? Oh, babe, I'm all about the fresh cotton and sea salt. Mm. I will say they have got this new Rainforest Oasis scent that I'm keen to try. I am using that one and it's dreamy and it comes in the body wash too and I'm always auditioning body washes. So far, I am loving this one. Rebsy, do you love how you can choose your deodorant Mm. case Mm colour and just pop in the recyclable refills? You know, it makes doing the right thing for the environment feel very nice and bougie. Obsessed. Loving the shampoo bars too because I'm always cringing at the waste in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And of course, all wild products are vegan and cruelty free. So do something for the planet that your future self will thank you for and check out Wild today with 25% off your entire order. Use code NOTIME, all caps, no space, at the checkout. 25% is huge. Yeah, it's actually the highest discount Wild are offering in Australia and it's exclusively for you, DLs. Go to wearewild.com and use code no time at the checkout for 25% off. Enjoy. No, you didn't share this. I didn't even know this story. I honestly waited six months and it was changing her personality. This is going back a couple of years now and I moved her and my first initial thought was why didn't I do this sooner because everything yeah. changed yeah so I understand the you can't just tuck and roll out of every situation but I think we're dealing with little people yeah you know I yeah. feel like maybe because your kids are older like I still say things to my kids trying to get on their level and explain things and they look at me like I'm speaking Chinese. Yeah, And they're like, what? Like I tried to explain something to Iggy the other day. One of those things where you're like, you know, Iggy, I understand that this person wants this, but if you do this, then, you know, and there's lots of layers to my explanation and he just looked at me like, okay, mum, and then just like fucked (laughs) off. And I was like, well, none of that landed. (laughs) But I wonder with your six-year-old and eight-year-old if there's a development that happens there that I've not yet seen in my kids like when you say you need to stand up for yourself or you know that is not okay behavior and you need to be the bigger person and remove yourself from that situation within the environment that you're in like I'm not there yet yeah so maybe that's why yeah and you're right little people need protecting like you know you don't just send them out and go like off you go yeah I, I just feel like there's time There's time to Mm. learn the brutality of the real world, I guess. Yeah. I do think it's an interesting little space to dissect, though. But, you know, like I have friends who have kids in private school and I see how they can actually lean on the resources. Mm. And that's why you pay that money, right? It's like, hey, here's a problem. I pay you all this money. Fucking step in and help, you know? Um, And it's a real thing. Like I'm starting to see. Well, I've always been like a pro public school 
person and still am, I can see how it offers advantages, but also could offer resilience disadvantages later. Mm. Just going to put that out there. It's an interesting thought experiment, you know, like are kids who have to handle themselves a bit more, are they going to be more resilient at the other end of it? I don't know. I don't know. Just an interesting thought. Don't at me. Look, guys, we're just feeling our way out through all of these conversations. As we always do, there is no right or wrong. We're not telling anyone what to do. What I love about our podcast, and I often say this to people, is the feeling should be like you're just eavesdropping on a conversation with your besties. Yeah. And it's completely candid and we're going to contradict ourselves and say the wrong thing and take back what we said. Yes. Change our minds. How liberating to be able to change your mind. But also to be able to talk so openly. Yeah. Without judgment and feel our way (laughs) through it without judgment. This is a good time to bring up that really good line that I heard from Rebecca Sparrow, who is an expert in bullying and this kind of thing, particularly with girls. And the best line, and I've given it to my daughter and she's used it and it's amazing. If you're being bullied or someone is being mean to you, you say to them, that's not cool. And you walk away. And that's not cool is the perfect sentence to arm your kids with because it's basically like, I'm not taking this shit from you. What you're doing isn't funny or cool in any way. And it just gives them something to say that's not emotional. So it's like, if you know, if bullies are trying to get a reaction, they don't get it. It's just like a really good disarming sentence. Mm. Pass that one on for free I to your kids. I love that one. I love That's it. not cool. But also you're not name calling the bully. No. And you're no, not you're stooping not going to down level. to their level. Yeah. yeah. You're just yeah. saying. It's just a really good tool. That's really fucking uncool. And yeah, that's not cool. Not and I'm out of here. I'm out. Peace not out. Not accepting this. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, homies. Oh, wow. Well, that's it for Bestie Hotline today. Yeah, once again, parenting feeling like a minefield on a Friday. <laughs> Sorry, we were a bit late with this one, guys. Yes, we've done a late drop and I'm happy for the pylon of anger and rage <laughs> and pitchforks <laughs> to come in my direction. We actually like it. We actually like it though because it makes us feel wanted. Like you would, you would actually miss us <laughs> if we didn't <laughs> show up one day, which makes us feel really validated and special. Well, I'm so thank sorry you guys. I've been on holiday, guys, having too much fun. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> You'll be pleased to know that I'll be back on Monday, chained to my desk, back in the routine <laughs> of potty recording. Personally, I've loved following all your antics in Yo Cabba Cabba. I love it. I love seeing it all. It's been an absolute dream returning to Yo Cabba Cabba as a guest and experiencing yes. as a guest, having full appreciation for the fact that, holy shit, this house really functions well. I know that's an odd thing to say. It's a very gem thing to say. Well, it's not until you really (laughs) spend time somewhere that you notice all the intricacies and the nuances. Like this is going to sound so silly, but it's like water pressure in a shower. You don't know until you turn that shower on. Totally. You know, you make the biggest purchase of your entire fucking life a house. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit of a Russian roulette. Massively. Because in the 15 minutes that you do a walkthrough, if you're lucky enough (laughs) to do a walkthrough. DLs. I have to tell you, me and Jem had the most Jem and Revs text exchange ever the other day. I texted Jem. I was like, I miss you. Your cabba looks amazing. Are you having a good time? How is it? And she wrote back, the house functions so well. <laughs> Did I? And I was just like, this is the most Jem text I've ever received. It's like, functionally, it's going very well. <laughs> 
practically it's working. Well, I really feel like I'm road testing the house. I'm future proofing it for guests, you know. I believe And you. in my non-relaxed state, I've been adding things, taking things away. Right. You know, I just, right. I can't help myself. Now, there's no DNM this weekend, guys, but there was the sleepover DNM last weekend that you all absolutely loved. And boy, didn't that spark some conversation. It's still sparking internal conversations in me. Like, I'm still mulling it over. I had an argument with a friend on the weekend about it. Not an argument, like a heated discussion. We were throwing around all the ideas. It really is an interesting concept. Um, but I just want to remind everyone that the entire back catalogue, which is almost, I think it's 20 now, um, episodes, is available on Apple Podcasts and also Spotify as well for our Android users or if you prefer Spotify. We've got links on our Instagram. It's very easy to do. So it's all there and available for you if you want to join the DNM club. And if you're sitting there scratching your head going, what, a sleepover episode? What could spark mm-hmm. such heated discussion over that? Well, you guys, sleepovers are getting cancelled. And we TikTok all have, is cancelling them. And we all hold on to the nostalgia of a sleepover in the 90s. But why? If you're an 80s Why kid. are we holding on? Well, that's that's it. the big question. And this is what Revs and I unpack in detail and also... Come and join the Facebook group because that is where all the conversations are happening. Oh, totally. It's happening. And I love dropping in and just hearing everyone's opinions. Can I just say, I'm just going to put this out there right now. RTLs are fucking smart. Oh, yeah. The shit that gets shared in there, I'm like, that is such a well-written, well-rounded argument. I know. <laughs> like, I'm in awe. just incredible. They're just incredible. They're our people. So if you want more of your people, come join our online mothers group in the Facebook. I miss you, Bestie. I come miss home. You too. It's so nice to see your face in Zoom. Thank God that we have that available to us. But I'm going to be back on Monday, chickadee. Woo woo. Love you. All right, guys. Have a wonderful weekend. And you know what, Revzy? You have a wonderful weekend, my darling. Oh, my God. I will. I know. Do you know, I'm actually surprising my boyfriend with this are. really fun birthday weekend. And I, I'm personally just excited for me because yes. I get to also have a fun weekend with him. But he has no idea we're doing all this really fun adult stuff. And um, yeah, I'm just really excited. All right, let's shut this shit down. Happy Friday, <laughs> shut it down, folks. Shut it down. We'll be back Love in your you guys. ears bright and early on Tuesday morning. Bye bye. Bye bye.